Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. Uh, Leonard Kim here, and I've had a pretty great development over the last month or so. A lot of people, what they do is they usually get stuck into a routine, keep on doing things, and next thing you know, they're at a point in life that they don't really like. And that's kind of what happened to me, if you really think about all the uh, things that have gone on. I've just routinely gone out there, put in the actions, did the motions, but I wasn't really sure what I was looking forward to, what I was doing, or anything like that. And because of that, all of a sudden, things just came to a pause, and life kind of got shook up a little bit. But what I realized is that was probably the biggest blessing I've ever had in my life. A moment where I could recenter, refocus, and figure out exactly what was important to me. Now, a lot of the people who are listening to this show, you're probably like how I used to be, thinking about all the amazing things that you want out of life, like status, fortune, reputation, and, you know, all those other things that influencers kind of go after. And that defined my life up until about a month ago. And that was really what I was looking for in life. And I ended up achieving basically all of that. But for some reason, I was still unhappy, sad, and not really sure why my life didn't feel as amazing as it looked on paper. So over the last month, I've been doing a lot of self-discovery, working with other people, communicating, really figuring out what matters, doing a lot of introspection. And through this entire process, it's really helped me figure out what actually is important in this world and what's not. So I've spent years chasing after the materialistic things or the status, going out there trying to get a million more reads on my content, going out there trying to land more media features in places like Fast Company or Forbes, going out there trying to land more clients so I can make money. And if you kind of see the pattern here, all these actions I was taking was based around one person, me. It was all self-centered and self-focused. And that's where the problem lied. I was doing things for me, not for anyone else. Now, when we flip back all the way to 2013, when I first started writing, and I was able to get 10 million reads by the time uh, 2014 ended, my philosophy was a lot different than what it was within up to about a month ago. It was to go out there and give 
and give all that I could give. And because I had a mentality of giving, that's what grew uh, me into becoming this guy who was making $16.24 an hour into what a lot of people would call an influencer. But once I became that, things started to get to my head. I kind of picked up an ego. I became prideful of what I had. Uh, I guess I kind of got a little cocky and arrogant. And a lot of that power went to my head. And it really shouldn't have. And I didn't really take moments to really humble myself or really look at what mattered. I just looked at it on paper and I'm like, Everything looks absolutely amazing. I got this book, Ditch the Act, Reveal the Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success Out There. I have a wonderful wife. I have a business that's making great money. I'm working at amazing places with amazing people. We're all doing these amazing things. But there was that emptiness, and that emptiness kind of stayed as this reoccurring theme. I couldn't really figure it out. But this last month, it was kind of revealed to me exactly what was missing in my life and what I needed to do to really go out there and reshape everything. I guess what you could say is with the downfall and everything that happened, where it seemed as if I was going to lose everything that I worked so hard for to get in my life, I guess you could say I had an awakening of sorts. The ability to see life as it truly is. And a realization that this world is not about me. It's about everyone else. And when I had that awakening, it was kind of like what happened in 2013 when I first started writing. I realized that it doesn't matter how many materialistic things I go out there and get, it's not going to change how I feel. In fact, I needed to detach myself from these material things because they were what was holding me back from realizing my true calling. And as I dug deeper and deeper into the realities of what was going on, I uncovered something Something from childhood that was preventing me from moving forward. And it was a sense of abandonment. Anyone who knows my story knows that my grandma disowned me, my mom moved to Hawaii, my dad left when I was a kid, my grandfather ended up with Alzheimer's, and I guess you could kind of say that he forgot me. So abandonment's been a constant theme in my life. So I've been working through a lot of those issues, reflecting back on those past moments and dealing with those head-ons so I could evolve and fill that void. And as I've kind of grown on my spiritual journey and moving closer and closer to um, finding God, I've been realizing that you know, God's not really a God of wrath or someone who wants to go out there and destroy things. At the end of the day, when you flip through the pages and you read between the lines, you could see that ultimately his journey was a love story. 
how he loved the people of the world and would do anything for them, that he died for them. And when I kind of look at this situation, and if he's, if Jesus is the idea guy to live by and aspire to become, then what does that say? Our lives should be determined by love. We shouldn't be living in fear. We shouldn't be living in pain. We shouldn't be um, dealing with anxieties or any of those other issues. What we should really be doing is focusing on figuring out how we can become a big ball of love where that energy and that love overflows or grows within us, fulfills our entire body, then starts to overflow where it's just pouring out everywhere. Because when we're doing that, we're not looking out for me, myself, and I anymore. Those three people who always usually get us in trouble. But instead, we're focusing on the other people in the world. We're focusing on how we could go out and give to improve other people's lives. And what we're really doing is taking society and making it better. Now, if any of us ever get to a point where we reach confusion, where we feel lost, where we're unsure of exactly what it is to do, if you really think about it, the solution really just lies within discovering exactly who it is that we are. And when you have that point where you can look at yourself exactly as you are in the mirror, flaws and all, great things and all, and really figuring out who is XYZ, or in my case, who is Lenny Kim? It might be a hard picture to fully grasp to see exactly who it is that we are. But once we put the puzzle pieces together, we'll start to put together our achievements, who we've been to others, who we've been to our friends, who we've been in moments of weakness, and moments of strength, and moments of betrayal, and moments of pain, and moments of happiness, and moments of victory, we'll begin to see a constant theme. Now for me, that constant theme is pain. A deep, emerging pain within myself. A huge sense of abandonment, of being left by people that I love. And ultimately, it kind of got me to a point where I felt maybe disassociated or had difficulty with connecting to others. And that's what kind of led me down this path where sadness and fear kind of consumed me. But when I realized that I didn't really have to live that way anymore, if I focused on love instead... I can reshape exactly who I am into someone that's absolutely limitless. That's when I realize that it's not just me who has the potential to do that. It's each and every single one of us. We all have the ability to go out there and soar, to be exactly what we want to become. Yet, as my coach Gary Kobot tells me, 70% of the world is living in a fear state. 70% of America is obese. 30% of the world is happy, and they're going out there and doing the things that they love. And the reason for that is every single time we encounter a situation, we get to make a choice. Are we going to love, or are we going to live in fear? 
And when anxiety comes about, that's what happens when we're being pulled in different directions, and we don't know which way to turn. And that causes a lot of stress, a lot of mixed emotions, not sure exactly what to choose and which way to go. And that brings a lot of dilemma within our lives. But if we realize that anxiety is when we're being pulled in multiple directions, and we limit those directions to, let's just say, two things, love and fear, now we know there's only two choices. If we let go of one and hold on to the other, we can shape our destiny. Now, if we go out there and hold on to that fear, guess what? It's going to compile. It's going to grow. It's going to fester. And it's going to control our decisions. Where we come to a place of depression where we're not able to see things clearly. And it's just going to go out there and convolute the decisions that we make in our lives. Which ultimately is going to push us further and further away from who we're truly meant to become. Now, on the other hand, if we decide to go with love route, guess what happens? Doors open. Love attracts more love. Environments open up. If you carry a mindset of gratitude, if you go out there and have abundance and you start to give, more and more just comes. And you attract more and more loving creatures into your life, loving people, loving situations, people who help you grow, people who help you move forward. And when all that starts to compound, it becomes a beautiful thing, a thing that not many people could even fathom for themselves because they're so stuck in this fearful state or looking at the world through the eyes of a pessimist. Now I can say that because I've lived most of my life as a pessimist, a person who doesn't really look forward to things. And I've seen how things have just panned out when you're not really looking forward to anything and you're kind of living in a world of darkness. But I've also spent the last month, the majority of the time, living in a place of love. And through that difference, I've seen a huge world of a difference that I may have not seen before, where it's not just my eyes that have opened up, but my heart. And there's so much that the world has to offer, and it's basically just giving it to us to go out there and shape our destiny. And it's kind of interesting, because the closer you get to love, the closer you get to God, where it's almost as if you kind of become one. Now, I'll get more into what the results look like and some of the actions on how to move towards love after this commercial break. You could always find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter. You could check out This The Act Reveal, The Surprising Power of the Real You for Greater Success at Amazon or Barnes & Noble or your local bookstore. And I'm also working on a new book called Testament, and it combines 63 uh, testimonies of how people from all walks of life have gone out there and discovered God. You could find that by looking up Publishizer and typing in Testament and looking for that. Anyways, we'll be back after this commercial break, and we'll chat soon.
Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week tune in to the bottom line with host yaku boyens this program is set to transform your life from human trafficking to entertainment to family and life itself our guests run the gamut among the topics and yaku is here to lend his expertise and commentary to get to the bottom line that way you make change the most positive that it could possibly be the bottom line with yaku boyens Listen live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers channel we don't follow we lead join us the voice america influencers channel this is grow your influence tree to reach leonard kim or his guest call into the program at 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Your host, Leonard Kim, here. And if you've tuned into the first segment, we really talked about the difference between going out there and choosing a decision of whether you want to live a life of fear or a life of love. And how going out there and reaching a higher state of being usually determines or usually is um, achieved when you decide to go towards a love state. Now, you may be wondering, what does it mean to go out there and be a being of love or to be a big ball of love? And how do you grow that love within yourself? Now, these are all questions I also had myself. Um, Being a pessimist for many years, I didn't really understand love. But it was something that my wife has been repeating over and over and over for the past two years, where she said things like, love with your entire heart, love, 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 let it go, and things like that. And as she continued to say these things, it just made me wonder, should I go and discover what this love thing really is? Is it as important as as essential as she says it is? Could this really go out there and impact one's life and change it in its entirety? Now, I was skeptical. I didn't believe that love would really do much. I mean, 
how much could one emotion really change a person's life? Could it even do something like that? But, you know, I was at a point in life where it really didn't matter how skeptical I was because what else was I going to do? I wasn't happy. Things weren't going right in my life. Things were kind of falling apart. So, well, you know, just discovered God recently. Why don't I try giving this love thing a try too? So, I started to change my behavior little by little. Um, it started out with first thinking about loving myself. Now, as someone who's had abandonment issues for basically since I was growing up, it's kind of difficult to find that worthiness within myself. To even that, tell myself, hey, Leonard, you're worthy of so much more. Now, that was a statement that I never thought I would tell myself, and I never thought I would believe. But I started to tell myself that. Then my heart began to fill. And at times where I couldn't even say that to myself, I reached out to God and I asked him, hey, could you show me your love so I could borrow some of that so I could see if I could love myself? So if you don't feel that you could do it for yourself, if you have a higher power that you could turn to, you could ask them for help in this process. But once you start to have that love, what you do is you begin to like nurture it and help it grow. Now... It's not going to be all smooth sailing from there. Just like life, roadblocks come up. Sometimes you'll fall off track. Sometimes fear will settle in and then guide you down the wrong path. Or you'll have a situation that comes out of nowhere. You'll forget that it's time to pause and really think things through. And you'll fall down the wrong path. And it could cause a lot of pain. But... As long as you just keep remembering that love is the overall direction that you need to move towards, and you keep going back on track to that, you'll end up fine at the end. Now, some things that I've been doing in the past few weeks is... This is just as an, being used as an example of things that you could potentially do. I'm not going out there and um, telling my own horn or talking about how great I am for doing these things. I'm just using these as examples to share that these are some of the things that I've tried and it made me feel really good and it helped me grow to a higher state of love. And if you tried it too, maybe it could work for you as well. But they've been simple things from turning uh, to the person behind me at the grocery store and saying, hey, I'll grab your groceries. Uh, I've done that a few times. Um, one time was pretty significant because there was a mom with two children. And I said, oh, yeah, grab some candy bars. Um, one of them picked up a Twix. Another picked up a Hershey's chocolate bar. And you could tell how much it made their day. And by me being able to go out there and influence someone else's day and make their day go from whatever it was to a happy state that brought me to a much happier state <clears throat> other things I've tried doing is buying people meals leaving big tips and those have all worked pretty well 
but then I will, and that comes around the generosity and the life of abundance type of loves. But there's other things that you can do as well. Now, if anyone's known me over the last 35 years of my life, I've had a pretty consistent diet. It's been burritos, cheeseburgers, pizza. Um, with that said, I've been doing a lot of other things lately, like working. I went through a 74-hour water fast where I just drink water and cleansed out my entire uh, system. And how it made my body feel afterwards was absolutely amazing because I cleansed it out of all the toxins that were within it. I tried to go out there and eat healthy and tried to go vegetarian only, but I think it was a little bit too much of a leap for me just because of how my own prior diet was. I'm working on eventually getting there. Now, if you also know me, you know, I'm the type of guy who likes to just lay around and watch TV. Not really the type of person who goes out there and exercises. But in the last month, I've been taking walks around the park. Took a hike up to the Griffith Observatory. I went up the Baldwin um, Hill Stairs, which is a 500-foot, 500-something incline where it just stairs all the way to the top. And it really exhausts you, but... I've been doing everything I can to kind of get that physical body in order. And when it comes to work, I haven't seen it as, oh, another thing I need to do. So I was, I've been flipping it around and looking at how excited I am to go and take on another project and put in my very best effort into it. Now, one thing that I've loved doing for a really long time is going out there and riding. But for some reason, from the end of 2016 to uh, about maybe a month or two ago, I've had extreme difficulty in doing that. And the reason for it was because I did something I shouldn't have done, and someone called me out on it, and it really hurt me. So I had to go back and do some reflection. And this other form of love through this reflection that I'm going to talk about, this is so powerful because it helps you find all those limiters that you have within yourself and helps you balance, break yourself free from those shackles so you could go out there and achieve so much. And what these shackles are, it's usually what the other people have told you Sometimes it comes from childhood. Sometimes it comes from the people who are most significant in their lives. But it's usually a phrase, a sentence, a statement that could be seen as the meaning. And then we take it personally. Now, if we take ourselves outside of that situation, play it back as a movie, and see how things really went down, and take the emotions out of it, we can understand exactly where the other person is coming from when they say it. And if we find it within our hearts to not just forgive ourselves, for, to one, forgive ourselves for the action, two, forgive them for the action, and three, if possible, go out there and make amends with the person as well, that shackle no longer holds us down. It no longer chains us back. And we become free of it. And with that freedom, 
we're able to go out there and recapture all the passions, all the things that people told us that we weren't good at. We're able to go out there and try them again and bring them back into who we are as all loving beings. Now, another way to go out there and love is in the culture nowadays, uh, me as a 35-year-old man, I've had a lot of friends who kind of base their culture around like drinking and going out and partying until like 2 a.m. Now, not only does that cause harm and destruction to the body, if we really think about um alcohol and other things they're depressants and what depressants do is they usually put us down into a state where we don't feel good about ourselves and if there's continual patterns of doing these different things then what ends up happening is that depression starts to seep into our everyday lives where it becomes all we see and then that pushes us back into those fear states those fear states where we don't really know exactly what it is that we can or can't do. That kind of limits exactly who we are as people. Now me, I've been going out there and learning about this thing called AA or Alcoholics Anonymous. And while I haven't memorized all the 12 steps yet, I have seen some testimonials from others. I've even gone up and shared my own testimony and how much um, not having alcohol has really impacted my life. And I've seen a significant difference from exactly how things have worked without alcohol. And it's been pretty cool. You even got a little chip that says 30 days sober. It's pretty awesome. I <laughs> uh, wouldn't think that a tiny little thing that looked like a poker chip would ever make me happy ever since I don't even like gambling but it's, it's kind of awesome and it's a great achievement to have and when you do things like that what you're doing is you're telling yourself that you love yourself and that love is what continues to grow and grow and grow now in a few places in this thing called the Bible, it says that your body is like a temple. And when you start to treat your temple with love, then it begins to flourish. So I talked about a few different things like the physical, the mental, the spiritual. Or I don't think I talked about the spiritual yet. The mental, um, the mindfulness and the eating and the health factor. And... The other side of it's the spiritual journey. Now, for me, um, before January 29th, 26th, I believe, I never really believed that God existed. I honestly thought he was a lot like a fairy tale, kind of like a Disney movie. But throughout this experience in the last month, I've seen him to be as true as possible. And while that may be hard for a lot of people to grasp, such as it was hard for me to grasp for 35 years of my life, I decided that what other choice did I have but to believe? And when I decided to do that, life became unreal. Like, it was no longer me depending on myself. It was me with a higher power 
someone who loves me more than anything, who interconnects the entire universe, and who's out there supporting my every move and decision. And through prayer, or in some other religions, it's called meditation. And through um, <clears throat> clearing out our what other religions call our chakras and all this other stuff, the more I meditate on the word and study the Bible, read books, read scripture, um, watch videos relating to it, and learn more about um, a higher power, the closer we become as well. And that growth for spirituality, when it's combined with that growth for the mind, the growth for the um, physical, the growth for the mental, the growth for the um, uh, whatever you call eating, I guess the healthiness side, when you kind of combine all those things together, it's amazing what the results are. And the last... Um, month, I've been doing things that I never even really thought were possible. And a lot of people have been seeing these things and going, is this real? Is this all that's going on? And it's hard for a lot of people to grasp. And it's been hard for me to kind of grasp as well, because people think change is slow. And in most cases, it is. It takes a lot of time to go out there and figure out all those daddy and mommy issues. It takes people years and years of therapy to uncover it all. But when there's a will, there's a desire, and there's not just a desire, but like a burning passion to want to go out there and reshape everything, things just fall into place. And some people might be thinking, oh, wow, that probably requires you to go out there and work 80 hours a week and overexert yourself and do all this crazy stuff. But no, that's not the case. You could do it in the same eight hours it takes for an actual regular work day. As long as you figure out how to get that time management down, right? and you're sectioning off your energy into little spurts and putting your direction into focusing on love and growing, it's just like it's one thing to the next, to the next, taking a break, taking a nap, going out there and doing the next, eating, getting re-energized. And it's like all these things just come into place and just begin to work on your behalf. Then, like if you think about it, from 2013 to 2016, I wrote, and that kind of, if you think about it like a bicycle, if you have enough momentum and you push it forward, it's going to keep going for a while. That momentum from me riding from 2013 to 2016 lasted until about a month ago in 2012, 2020. So there was about a three to four year ride of momentum that kind of lifted off that. Now, this next time around, I know as I work through all these flaws, it's not going to be a three-year momentum ride. It's going to be a lifetime one because I'm going to get to the root of all the bottom of the problems and lead a life of love. Now, you're probably wondering exactly what kind of results came from this month and what I've been able to see. I'll get more into that after the commercial break. You can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim on Twitter, and I'll see you soon.
Voice America is available on your Google connected device. Okay, Google, play Turning Hard Times into Good Times podcast on iHeartRadio. Try it today. Get Unchained. Tune in every Monday for Jane Unchained on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Featuring nationally recognized, best-selling author, TV journalist, and social media influencer, Jane Velez Mitchell. This program takes you inside a trending lifestyle that's the next wave of human evolution. It all starts on your plate. If you want to revolutionize your life, get happier, more energized, then discover the secret. Tune in to Jane Unchained Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencer channel. Are you ready to move to your next level? Listen for Empowering Women, Transforming Lives with host Rebecca Hall Greider. Each show will focus on a central topic with discussion, guests, and your questions being featured. Our show is perfect for women who feel a call in their heart to step out in a bigger, more powerful way in their life and just need some encouragement, inspiration, and practical steps to support them on their journey. Empowering Women, Transforming Lives can be heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. And join us for a replay of the show on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Grow Your Influence Tree. We've been talking a lot about a subject called love subject that not many guys actually talk about either and how it really has gone out there and reshaped everything for me in the last month now as a fire sign and a sagittarius uh people could look at fire in either one of two ways either as destruction or as renewal and I've kind of been battling between that in the last month as well. Um, an interesting thing that I saw on my hike up to the Baldwin Hills um, stairway is at the top, they had a sign that kind of talked about the wildfires. And even though they stated that the fires were dangerous, what they also did was state how they were there for renewal. And when I look at the entire process of what I've been going through within the last month, is if you kind of take the uh, phoenix, the uh, fictional bird of sorts, which is made all out of flames, what it does is it kind of eats itself and then becomes reborn in some way. I don't know exactly how it is that it works, but it goes through this rebirth process. And through that rebirth process, it's 
I could kind of exactly relate to it because it's what I feel like I've gone through in the last month. Discovering love, becoming <clears throat> becoming closer to um, and closer to God, going out there and developing all, all these new habits, going out there and exercising, being healthy, um, putting love at the forefront of every single aspect of my life has resulted in me winning another digital marketing world over at a company called MagCon, and uh, they're giving out 100 awards to digital marketers. And I'll be picking up one over in June, which is pretty awesome. Another thing that's been happening is with client work, we've been pulling in a lot more money that's been um, expected. I am relaunching a course um, that's called the G3 Branding Formula that helps you get seen, get branded, and get clients. And I just put out one small little tweet about that, just a feeler, and got a handful of responses from people who are actually interested in taking the course. Let's see, what else has kind of happened? Um, in the business world, uh, Getting back to work with a lot of uh, people I've been working with, finding new people to work with, and things in the business world have been working extremely well. Uh, my audience, or I guess the people who connect with me online, uh, they've been a lot more um, compassionate, empathetic, um, more, I guess you could say, how would you call it, more invested into seeing me succeed. And I feel that I'm building camaraderie and trust with them and where our relationships are growing together. And interestingly enough, the more I began to start to care for others, the more that they began to care for me. And it's not just me in this world kind of fighting to make it through anymore. It's as if it's a family going out there and growing together. And that family continues to grow and grow and grow. Now, coming from someone who's never really had a family of sorts and has kind of grown up alone and doing my own thing, it's kind of remarkable. The power of having others out there who want to go out there and help you succeed in every single way, who want to see your success, who will help you go out there and achieve success in any way possible, and who are motivated to go out there and provide advice and insight to help you every single step of the way. Um, one moment. Can you turn that down? Um, so... When you think about everything that's kind of been going on, a lot of the things have been extremely positive and they're continuing to flourish from here. Like, if you think about it as like a plant, or actually there's been a study that's been quite interesting and you probably heard a similar study to it where if, I forget the exact name of the doctor, but what he did is he spoke to water, and then he froze the particles. When he spoke positive words to the water, and then he went and froze it, uh, the water turned out to look like snowflakes. But when he spoke harmful words to the water, 
What ended up happening when he froze it is it kind of looked like lava that comes from deep within the volcano. You probably heard of similar studies where people sing to plants and they grow and blossom, or when you talk poorly to plants, they end up dying. A lot of the things that happen in our world are based on our words and what we put out there into the universe. If we're going out there and we're spreading love, joy, happiness, and the good emotions that are within us, more of that becomes, <clears throat> becomes part of our destiny because we begin to go and create the world that's around us. Now, if we flip it around and we go out there in fear or depression or anger and we start to share those things into the world, more of that begins to surround us as well. And when you think about that water study I just shared, uh, for, if our bodies are 70% water and we're going out there and saying things that are demeaning to ourselves or to others, and our bodies turning into that lava-type state, we kind of become toxic. People that people want to avoid. People that, uh, and then we kind of bring more of that toxicity, toxicity, toxicity into our lives. However, if we become loving, say words of love, act in loving ways, and have kindness, those snowflake-like things end up happening in the water within us. And then what we do is we attract more of it. And when we attract more and more of these things, um, we get to choose which one we want to attract and which one we want to become. It's all kind of like that law of attraction, if you've ever seen that uh, movie. You know, at first I thought it was a load of it, but the more that I've been discovering exactly how this has been working and seeing the results within this one month, of doing my best to go out and live with love, I can see that the possibilities of what could happen end up kind of becoming limitless. And what we do is we put limiters on ourselves for what we could go out there and achieve. And sometimes we even let other people go out there and determine our own realities based off their opinions. But the truth is, if we live with love, if we live with joy, if we live with happiness, and we go out there and we live each and every single day to go closer and closer to that, I mean, it's impossible to eliminate fear altogether. It's a natural human instinct that keeps us alive. But if we can push that aside or shrink it as small as possible to where maybe it's like 5 or 10% of who we are instead of 50 or 70% of who we are, maybe even 15%. And then the rest of that is love and joy and happiness. No one else's opinions of us could ever determine our reality. Because we've already determined that for ourselves. We've already manifested what we want. And all we have to do is just take the action to get there. So when you think about life and what you want to do, you have a choice. Do you want to go out there and live in fear and wonder how everything's going to come together? But you want to choose love. And when you choose love, attract all the things that you didn't even know were possible. Back in 2013 to 2016, if you told me that I would get a million reads on my content, I would have laughed at you. If you said that I would be in CMO Magazine, I'd be like, there's no way. If you told me I'd be running a marketing agency, I'd be like, what? <laughs> Where'd you get that idea? And... <clears throat> 
<laughs> at first, when I was doing all this, I couldn't see it. There was no destination. I was just doing. I was just putting in the inputs, putting in the work, doing something that I absolutely loved. But because I did, the results came. And they came. They came. Then I ended up doing um, more than a lot of other people have done. And I don't know. It's just that law of compounding effect. You know, if you take a dollar and you double it by like 30 days, you have more money than like anyone in the world or something like that. It's kind of what happens with love. You have this compounding effect that kind of comes to it. And then the next thing you know, it's like, hey, here's that thing that you never knew was going to be possible in your entire life. Guess what? It's possible for you now. And it's here. And you're just like, wait, what? It is? How did all that happen? Now, of course, just being love is one thing. The next thing is actually going out there and taking action. And when we go out there and take action, a lot of us want to put things off. We want to do them later. We want to uh, do our best at them, or we don't think we're doing enough. And a lot of these conflicting decisions kind of push us from going out there and doing what we need. But if you take it from an approach of love, and uh, you become passionate about what it is that you do, and you know it's going to be making an impact, guess what? It's going to have that ripple effect. Now, maybe one person I bought dinner for, or lunch, or breakfast, or a meal for, maybe they might not do anything for anyone else. Or maybe they'll be like, wow, that was a kind act. I'll do it for someone else. Then they do it for someone else. Then they do it for someone else. We never know what's going to happen from our actions. Sometimes they could result in nothing. Other times they could have a compounding effect that just continues to spread throughout the world. Like an example of that is I saw someone leaving um, the price of a meal as a tip for when he went out to eat. Why don't I try it? I bet he didn't think anything would happen from that, but it did. I did something else. And his act of gratitude, his act of love compounded to me. And maybe someone else saw me sharing that, and that compiled too. So we never know what is exactly going to happen from our actions. Sometimes it's going to be nothing. Sometimes it's going to be a ripple effect that we don't, we could never even imagine. But if we spread ourselves of those expectations of what we think is going to happen, and we just do because we want to do, because it's the right thing to do and we just want to go out there and love it's just going to grow and grow and grow some more because all we're doing is planting seeds everywhere we can and when we plant seeds some die some get stomped on some never see the light of day some sprout up and get smashed and others grow and a few of them flourish and if that could happen if we plant enough seeds, we're all going to be in a good place. So remember, when you're thinking of exactly what it is that you want to do with your life, think about it from a place of love. Don't think about it from a state of fear. And if you're anxious and you're not sure exactly what you want to do, take a moment, pause, reflect, look at the two directions you're being pulled in, and make the right choice of what you want to do. And 
I thought this is way too hard for you to even pull off on your own. Because, you know, as humans, we're not perfect creatures. We don't know everything. There's so much more to us than what we know. Call upon God. Ask Him for help. And if you don't believe, try exploring it. Who knows? Maybe you'll find Him like I have. And next thing you know, your life could change. Anyways... I hope this information was extremely helpful for you and you could see yourself going out there and becoming a ball of love and spreading it to the ends of the earth. Because if you're not, if you're thinking about it from an influence standpoint or from a money standpoint or any other standpoint, it's so funny because once you take your eyes off the prize, that's when the prize comes. So if that's what you really want, I know it's going to be as hard as it seems to take your eyes off of what you want and focus on love instead. But as someone who's gone out there and done it myself, um, back in 2013 to 2016, and starting to really ramp up and do it again, take it from me. Love is the answer. It really is. So fill your heart with love. Go out there. Do, uh, share your gratitude with others. Think about what you're grateful for every single day. And... Um, help others who are in need and take care of yourself in all the ways that you could possibly imagine and keep growing. Anyways, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Grow Your Influence Tree. We'll be seeing you next week and go out there and love with all your heart. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.